Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, or today, we're going to be reviewing um, No Such Thing, and it was released in either in 2001 or 2002, no, I'm two, not sure. 2001 it was made. I believe it was released in 2000. Yeah, because at the time, that was the year that... 9-11 took place, changing the course well, 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 of history. Yeah, yeah. Let me put it to you this way. It was shown at the um, Cannes, uh, Cannes Film Festival in May 2001. Hmm. Uh, when it was released, uh, where was it released? I don't have a release date. No, don't have a release date. But probably 2001, 2002. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably 2001, though. Yeah. Okay, let's move right yeah, along, so shall it's we? it's a supernatural fantasy drama, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's um, interesting. It's, mm. uh, it's, I don't know if it's a combination of two areas doing it. Or I know some of the filming was done in Iceland mm. and some was done in uh, New York. Um, there's, if you look at the credits and the cast, and crew and that's that there were a lot of foreign type names Icelandic type names so yeah they use a lot of local guys up there mm-hmm. so now here we go produced by Hal Hartley Frederick Fredrickson which sounds like Icelandic mm. uh, Cecilia Roque R-O-Q-U-E so she mm. might be American or something I don't know uh, directed by Hal Hartley written by Hal Hartley no surprise now I normally go into budget now, but I'll explain a little bit as we go along here. Budget was five million. I'm partly uh, transporting the guys around and doing filming in different different countries and whatever and blah blah blah. Now, box office only sixty two thousand dollars. Now, it's not a case that necessarily was a bad film. It's a case that the distribution company didn't like the movie, so they didn't push it too hard, and they gave it to what three places to screen at, screen it for two weeks, and then went straight to DVD. Yeah. Reminds so, me of yeah. uh, as Mike, I was telling Mike earlier about yeah. that. It made me think of one of Ed Wood's um, when he was doing Glenn and Glenda. That one we yeah, appeared yeah. in say small theatres around small theaters, in, and yeah, because the, produ- the distributors no, want to distribute it and no global distrib- distribution. Yeah, and you look at um, Psycho had the same problem when Alfred Hitchcock did that. They said, "Well, let you release it a couple of three low key films. They wouldn't pro- they wouldn't uh, promote it. They didn't do anything. Uh, mm. So Alfred Hitchcock took it on himself to promote it, mm. and it became global." So yeah. this this movie could have fared better at box office if it was promoted. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why we're reviewing it because we think it it's not as bad as the figures and the critics say. Mm, I think it's in the it's not exactly in the middle or well, it's, uh, it's, it's either it's not an A grade. It's not an A grade movie. But I'll saying. say it's not necessarily a B grade either. I think it's sitting on the cusp of A and B. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Um, right, I won't go through the people too much here, but the main people are hmm. Sarah Polly, P-O-L-L-E-Y, plays mm-hmm. Beatrice, she's our young lead female. Uh, Robert John Burke plays a monster who is an, an immortal monster who has been around since the world began. He saw us when we were one-celled creatures in the sea, developing into fish and then on the land, and etc., etc., 
and he wants to die. He's been around so long. Yeah. And he, he, just, he just want, he's lonely. He wants to go. Yeah, because yeah, he's the only... Um, his only substance for life is um, drinking. Yeah, yeah, to take takes the pain away. Anyway, here we go. Helen Mirren plays a role in it. She plays um, uh, Beatrice's boss in her tea, appropriately named the boss. Yeah. Um, Julie Christie plays a doctor, uh, Doctor Anna. Now, there's a guy a guy called Baltasar Cormaca, Cur- whatever. Whatever. Uh, he plays Dr. Atu. Uh, Atu? Yeah, Ortega. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a, uh, a weird, eccentric sort of scientist guy who has an idea on how to destroy the, monster. Uh, destroy the monster in a nice way because he wants to help him out because he calls him his friend. Um, yeah. I won't mean, the other two people were Annika Peterson and Erica Gimple. Yeah. Uh, they played some minor roles there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't, wait, I, I won't uh, dally too much. You might as well get into telling the story. Might as well. Mm. So the story begins um, on the Monsters Island and he's got some some audio equipment. How he got it, we don't know yet. But, well, we, but find we, out. we find out soon. And he sends it to the... Um, to his the to the um to the local town ne- not not too far from where he li- he dwells and I guess they send it off to New York, um, New York. and where Be- Beatrice who is a secretary I think or um, she worked there assistant yeah, yeah. yeah and, secretary or something I was yeah, yeah and yeah. she gets the stuff and it's most of it's all scrambled probably not really well well it's just very scrambled and and. And it's from her boyfriend or her fiance was um, a cameraman who was up there in Iceland. This is where it's this the creature is from Iceland or something. I went to Iceland to go and re, uh, and investigate reports on a monster living up there. Yeah, he was part of a three-person team yeah. who didn't come back. Roll on. Yeah, so <laughs> she gives this information to her boss, and her boss says. Um, Oh, that she she was she's a very um, uh, what's the word for someone who forgets the um, uh, unimportant stuff or not so. The uh, boss is wrapped up in herself too much. She doesn't yeah. give a shit about anyone working below her. That's why she doesn't care about her names. Yes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And of course, um, Beatrice's boyfriend's among them, and um, she wants to know the truth, like what happened to the team. Yeah, and this girl, Beatrice, wants to say, "Can I go up there and do the investigation instead of sending somebody else up there?" Yeah. <coughs> so after a few major um, setbacks. couple setbacks, where she tries to get on a on a train, and there's a bit of terrorist activities, and Christ. then there was a when she got on the plane. Finally, she um, there was a bomb on the plane, and it destroyed the plane, and she was the lone survivor. Yeah. And um, she had a broken back and stuff. Had to go in hospital rehab for for six, six months, months or something or other. And then she finally got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's almost well enough to travel. And then over the next couple of weeks, she was getting better and better. So she took on um, the assignment herself yeah. without her boss. Yeah, because her, he wasn't working there. Yeah, anymore. see, her boss. Yeah. Um, mm. After he, she heard that she was the only lone survivor. She wanted to interview her. An exploiter. Gee. Yeah. Yes, even though this would mean world fame for her and all that stuff, but that's not important. So moving on, so she goes up to where her boyfriend was. You know, was heading up to the um, 
to the town that was where the um where the monster is dwelling and these a little, pe- a little remote country seaside town of a couple of people, about 20 people living in it yeah. yeah and the people um explain the story and in a funny left left hand kind of way a left hand um, not so very detailed, not an interesting A very way. sketchy sort sketchy of way. overview of what's... Which yeah. is a bit of a problem because most of the time these guys are speaking... Um, speaking some is in Icelandic and then, and then somebody says, oh, the person said so-and-so, yada, yada, yada. And then somebody speaks in English in, if a, with an Icelandic accent. And so, yeah. yeah. So, so you find it a little bit hard to fathom what's going on, but yeah. they decide... Mm, they, that, mm. Yeah, so they then drug her, drug or not alcohol uh, with or alcohol or up, get a drunk as a and, skunk, yeah. and they then send her off to as a sacrifice to this creature. Yeah, the monster. And, or plus, wait, well, well, plus a couple of balls of booze. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but it might be some sort of spiritus beverage. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so he takes mm. her inside, and um, at first he sounds like he's going. He th- he's thinking of killing her, but he's not thinking of it. He's yeah, he, he just he, he kills people because he, he finds them annoying mm-hmm. more more so than anything. Yeah. They drive him crazy. So. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. She attempts to um, shoot the creature, but somehow bullets don't affect well, he's, him. He's immortal. Yeah. He heals straight away. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Aha. Yeah, and he's a very um, bad-tempered oh, creature. he's foul mouth. He's got an attitude like you wouldn't believe. He's just like me on a bad day. No. Yeah, he um, swears like a sailor or worse than that. Or worse than sailor. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like me when the when the, when the gridkins aren't around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm trying not to do it in front of the kids. <laughs> Yeah, you do sometimes slip. It's slip. I slip. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, back to the story. Beatrice suggests that that is if there's any other way that could kill him, and he says that of a doctor that used to live in the um, local town, but somehow was taken away because I his um, bizarre figures fig- fig- were a bit bizarre. And I thought he was a bit crazy, but he didn't end up being taken away and working for the U.S. government in a secret facility. Yes, mm. and Beatrice suggests maybe you could come with me to America, and maybe the um, newspaper guys would find Arta. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so a good idea. Of course, he says, um, "I could." He, he, she gets him to promise not, not to, to kill anybody anyone. Or, fi- or kill them or whatever. Yeah. 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 So he walk. He and her. They head off into the to back through the town. And back to another town where she got the phone. Big, the bigger town. Yeah. The bigger town, yeah. She phones up the um, newspaper guys, said to them, told them about the monster. And it's like now, next part of this movie, it's like um, you're, into your, you're guarding a s- pop star. Beatrice, no. beca- Beatrice becomes a fa- famous yeah. uh, and they promote her as the one who captured the monster. And the monster is um, exploited, how's that? Yeah, even mm. though they did promise to find the scientist to help him yeah. die. and they sort of did, but they didn't. No. Help, they didn't bring him together. Yeah. See, yeah. Um, the boss, she doesn't want to kill the monster off just yet because she thinks this is the biggest scoop well, of the worthy. century. Yeah. So well, what's the point of killing it off if, if it's just going to disappear yeah, eventually. kill the goose that laid the golden egg sort of thing. No, 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 no. Plenty of eggs have come out of this one. Yeah, so while Beatrice is wrapped up in celebrity-ness... Celebrity-ness? The monster <laughs> is lonely and he then gets um, thrown into a lab and they start experimenting on, on him. him yeah. And then 
when after the experiments, they suggest that they should let him loose and try to provoke him into, into killing, killing someone in order to get ratings up. But he made a promise yeah. not to kill anybody. Yeah. So he was in a dilemma. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, Beatrice meets up with Ar- Dr. Otto, who in turn was there all the time, but he was um, locked in w- one of the hotel rooms and was not allowed to be let out. Or talk to anybody. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but he eventually did talk to Beatrice, and Beatrice, with the help of another assistant, you know, for, to the boss, begins to help. Um, Dr. Otto and try to locate the monster and get and him... And bring him together, yeah. Yeah. They then head back to Iceland and all everyone's on the, a bit of a, a rat hunt or, yeah, rat hunt for for the monster. The military's after him, Everybody's the, after the him, newspaper but, and but all But Beatrice and the monster one step ahead of everybody and yeah. that girl who's helping her out from the newspaper or whatever, she's already at the facility where Dr. R2's been taken with his equipment set up to help uh, send the monster on his way into oblivion. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Of course, when he while he was talking, yeah. he thought that it's yeah. it doesn't seem right to remove a creature from existence, but this creature has lived like say for a long, long time. Well, since the beginning of the Earth, yeah, or longer. Mm, yeah. He wants to go. Yeah. yeah, Beatrice is sad that he's going and. It, it's if a bit like Beauty and the Beast. It's, he's, mm. He's falling in love with the guy because he's seeing him for what he really is, not a hideous beast yeah. who looks horrible and mm. has an attitude problem, but because he's hurting inside and he's really a nice guy, but he's just been... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just sick of everything. Mm. Uh, he wants to go. Yeah, yeah, and the monster doesn't feel like anyone fears him anymore. Yeah, he's sad now because no one's scared of him. Yeah, but oh, Beatrice shame. is... <laughs> pretends to say that I'm she's scared, scared of you. Since he stumbles into him. Yeah, I think she's scared of losing him or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. nice. That's my theory. And I think it's funny whenever he says something in this movie. In this movie. Yeah. It's, I think that's the one oh. interesting thing about this movie. All his weird things he says. Yeah, he, he acts like just a, a drunken slob with an attitude. Yeah, I'll kill you, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And he uses a bit of profanity in there like anybody else would, just like a human being would uh, in the same circumstances. So so anyway, the military catches up to them, and eventually, while they're getting the machine up and ramping, and... Chugga, chugga, chugga. Yeah, and eventually they throw the switch, and we and we don't get to see what becomes of him, whether the machine works or not. No, we don't know. It It was left up to us. It looked like it was working, and just at the end of the process, we fade to black, making us wonder, did it? Did he die? Did it work? So we say, yeah, left, left it hanging there. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. The end. I know that's very... Fade to black. Fade to black. <laughs> so that's roughly all Look, I Look, it's, it's, it's a good, basic, nice, little self-contained story. Some people mm. don't like the story. They think it's disjointed. I don't think it's disjointed. I think it rolls along quite nicely. If you're paying attention, it makes a lot of sense. Uh Mm -hmm. So blow it out your bum, reviewers, okay? Now, production. Okay, I won't go into too much. It was shot in Iceland and New York during September and October 2000. It was the first Hartley production for a major company. So it was his first attempt at a major project. Wow. Yeah. Um, MGM United Artists and Francis Ford Coppola 
was one of the executive producers. So Francis thought it was worthwhile getting in on the act. Okay, mm. so uh, it was it was ill received at the Cannes Film Festival, uh-huh. and I think that was probably one of the reasons why the distribution company decided we're not going to do too much with it. Mm. Oh, they didn't like it, so we'll just bung it out to three theaters. Three, you know, could be art house type theatres or something rather, let it go and then we'll rot, read it in and send it, put it off the home media. So they didn't give it a chance, I don't think. Um, yeah. Um, uh, what else? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so the release in early 2002 was a low-key affair, which means I didn't advertise it much. Hmm. Uh, so no one actually knew it was there. Yeah. And after two weeks... Uh, only uh, three screens showed, so three theatres mm. showed the film. It went to home video within months, mm. but we don't know what it did in home media. It's if it's look, it's still available today. It's uh, it's twenty years ago, so if it's available, it must be there, and people are yeah. watching it. I it's rentable. Watched, yeah, yeah. I haven't watched. Mm. I ha- seeing as we watched it, both me and Mike, I do think that it's. It is a cross between being an A and a B movie. Yeah, it's in I the think. middle there somewhere. It's in the it's middle. A, it's not quite B enough and it's not quite A. It's just, it's, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I, yeah. I don't, I feel like that's why it's not 100% the best. See, see if, 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 if they made more into a horror movie or threw some action into it, it might have appealed to more people. But it's more of a drama, a supernatural mm. drama, a bit of fantasy thrown in. Mm. And not, not everyone likes that sort of style. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. But here we go. I'm not going to go through all uh, the critical um, uh, comments, but um, one of them was positive. Okay, that'd be good. Let's hear that. Um, in the assessment of E. L. Risden, Risden, no such thing is a marvelous and underappreciated cinematic revision of the Anglo-Saxon epic. Mm. Well, which is probably Beowulf or something like that. Um, the satire of No Such Thing focuses not on our remnant fears of traditional monsters, but on our numb-headed failure to fear the functional monsters, our large and exploitative... Uh, exploitative, exploitative... Yeah, exploitative, yeah. Uh, corporations can become, like the media and stuff, say, we're going to exploit this monster and rip him apart and cut him in little pieces and whatever... So yet, who's who's the real monster? You see, uh, and yeah. on those and on those of us who allow them, you and I, by watching them or paying them or simply not resisting them to do so. So they're saying they're looking at us from an objective point of view, saying it's who's the real monster? The monster or the people who are trying to exploit him, experiment on him? He's a living creature, and they're sort of torturing him and other things. And, yeah. and, 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 and so yeah, so. He could see what the film was about, where the other guy said, oh, I didn't like the way it was, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, they didn't understand the film. Yeah. I, I did. I really remember good. a yeah. lot of other movies that did exploitation in their films. Exploitation, yes, With yeah. Um, monsters or, or something no one understands. Well, look at King Kong. They took him from his island where he was happy and smiley, eating bananas and whatever and eating the odd virgin, and they took him to the big city and exploited him. Hmm. And, he, and he got annoyed... And he tried to run away, and they killed him. Who's the monster? The monster, the the big gorilla who wasn't really a monster, or the people who killed him and exploited him and tried to destroy mm. him? And yeah, so yeah, yeah. same sort of thing. Mm. Frankenstein, another one. Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein made a, a, a creature. The creature was not the monster. 
he was a he was a, a creation, and he got treated poorly, and he retaliated. He wasn't the monster. He's reacting to the naughty people around him who wanted to kill him. So yeah, it's the same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So okay, like, oh, there's not much to say on this. However. Uh, yeah, I wish I could say more, guys, but well, unfortunately, this we, is one movie I, I can't really put yeah, into words. Yeah, that's a change, isn't it? The one we did the other night. <laughs> Couldn't shut her up. No, uh, no. Hey, look, uh, no, I would really say that... Um, yeah, this was. It seemed yeah. like a movie that should have gone directly to TV or, look, or as a tele- VHS. I was going to say, as a, if, it, if it went to television, it might have got a bit of viewing. Hmm. It became a TV movie instead of trying to release it to theatres. Uh, and they, if it's syndicated, it said they would have got, might have got more money. Hmm. I don't, know, I don't know how it works with TV syndications and whatever, but, hmm, but. Um, I think it's really this is one of those movies that went under the radar because nobody wanted it because they put, the distribution company couldn't understand the movie. Hmm. So that, that's the way I see it. What do you think? I would agree with you. Hmm. Um. I mean, it's uh, okay. <laughs> Hang on. Um, you were discussing distributors, why they were yeah. so... Yeah. Uh, so you're right about that these distributor guys don't know Squiddo yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. who to distribute anymore, who not to distribute. Yeah, exactly right. Um, anyway, they wasted, when, they wasted the money. Well, it's not yeah. really their job. It's uh, it, This is supposed to be like their area of trying to get their work, the work noticed i mean yeah. it should ma- it should matter to them and to the director and the production company that the work should be seen yeah now if they promoted it better mm. they could have made more money at the theater mm. if they went art house instead of mainstream theaters they might have worked better yeah they didn't promote it i mean there's a, there's not saying if you I mean, um, field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Well, if you make the movie, mm. they will come, but they don't. They will not come if they don't know it exists. Mm. Okay, so, so yeah, they, they didn't promote it. So how? What? What hope did it have? Um, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a good movie. Not a great movie. It, it's a drama. It's not an action horror. Okay, guys. Mm. So you're not going to get your thrills and jump scares and everything else. However. Touch of fantasy, touch of supernatural, drama, and I think it's good acting, especially the guy um, who plays the monster guy. Um, mm. What's his name again? Uh, um, let me Robert see. Robert Burke. Uh, he Burke. does a good job. Mm. And actually, I believe Robert Burke played in Robocop. Mm. He was a cop. He was Robocop. Yeah. yeah, he's been in a number of yeah. movies. Yeah. Well, good, very good stuff. Yeah. He carried it really good, especially the arrogance and the swearing and the drunkards. He played. He really made you believe yeah. he was a drunk and slob yeah. of a monster. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah, fun. in yeah. Uh, Fangoria, the magazine, he says in in an interview that he once he decided to walk down the streets of New York City yeah. in his ma- his monster Mate. makeup, 
and no one gave him a second glance. I don't know why. Because they're not scared. We're being desensitized. Oh, some guy in makeup walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh, and also, it, yeah. um, it, uh, the original actor who was going to play the monster, he was pl- he was going to be played probably played by Gene. Um, yeah. Where where point? He was going to be played by um, Gene. Hmm. Point somewhere. Oh, Jean-Luc Godard. Yeah, it's by the sounds of it, it sounds very French or something. Well, Jean-Luc, yeah, sounds like, yeah, could be. Hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, maybe the actor didn't want to take come on board for gosh well, knows Well, I reasons. mean, it's, it's... Not everybody wants to get into a particular movie. If it, they read the script, not not what I'm suited for, not hmm. what I want to play. Yeah. yeah, that sort of yeah. stuff, yeah. And you were right about the Beauty and the Beast part. It was... Take you know the inspiration, but I, well, the, he was in, the director and writer was inspired by, yeah. by Beauty and the Beast, and he was inspired Beowulf. by the the Danish legend of Beowulf. Yeah, that story. I don't know much about that story, but I know Actually, Beauty and the Beast. Know, so I must even get a copy of it and see if we can have a look at it. Mm. Yeah, so I know the Beauty and the Beast story, but I never heard of the, the um. I think Beowulf might have been a, a monster type thing too, but yeah, hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. T- I've heard the name. I don't know too much about yeah, it. Yeah, do so, you want to yeah. rate this because I don't have anything else to talk about in this movie? Because well, this one was um, there's I didn't have very many trivia facts to. Yeah, bring couldn't up. find too much because no one's bought the writing stuff up, so it's really hard. Um, I actually will say there's plenty available on eBay if you want to buy one. Hmm. So. No problem there. Will um, there be any problems like um, any other movies under the no, same I don't cinema name? So, no. Hmm. Um, uh, on Amazon, it is rentable through Prime, uh, and there's some for sale. There's, there's more for sale on uh, eBay, by the way. So it's it's around. So other platforms, other distribu- distribution places, probably have a copy of it. Okay. Um, I would suggest you have a look at it. Yes. Like said, it's not it's not a mind blowing one. It's not an action one. It's not full of. But if uh, you're into fantasy drama, then yeah, that's your type it, of it's thing. It's a good story, and um, and I do like the way uh, uh, Robert Burke play portrayed the monster, hmm. and I like the way Helen Mirren played the, I suppose, a corporate monster who tried to uh, exploit him and everything. Hmm. So you start wondering who's the real monster here. Yeah, I always thought the boss was a monster. No, I thought. I thought Helen Mirren played a good role of a, of a real, uh, what's the word, arrogant, nasty, horrible boss uh, just looking for uh, the next news story to uh, yeah. make money. Yeah, her that last story in the, yeah. the her character's story was getting arrested by the police and probably thought, mm, this will make a good story, yeah, where the be, editor of the newspaper, very newspaper she works for gets arrested. Yeah, so she can get her own story and yeah, that sort of <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, little things like that. So, yeah, but she's a real monster. in the, yeah. not, not the monster. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, very very much a lot of pathos. So, is that the word, pathos? Well, uh, no, you're for the, the Towards word. the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, you can see his side of it say, he's been around for forever. No one likes him. He's got no friends. There's nobody else like him. He's bored. He's lonely. He wants to die. Mm. That's it. And then that, and yeah, I can understand that. But as, as it, you think, somebody like Robinson Crusoe living on Island, if Man Friday didn't appear there, and he he would have been going through the same. I think I live here. There's birdies in the trees and other animals here. I'm here by myself. 
come here, year in, year out, year in, year out. He'd get the stage where he'd probably commit suicide too. Hmm. If he didn't get uh, Friday, that uh, native boy Friday um, didn't come along, he would he probably would have crazy and killed himself. Hmm. That's true. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, do you want to rate this movie now? Because yeah, I'm getting now, kind of okay. bored. Because it's a little bit... I wouldn't say it's not polished. That's not, not, that's not the word I'm looking for. They could have done a little bit more to make it a little bit more interesting. There's nothing wrong with the directorship. There's nothing wrong with the filming. Uh, the characters are okay. It just needs something to lift it up to an A-grade movie. So I'm going to give it about eight and a half. I'm going to give it eight and a half too because it was something, as I said before, it's in between A and, and B. Yeah, it's on movie. the cusp there somewhere. It didn't quite make its name movie and I think it's a little bit better than the average B movie which can be downright boring or inane. Hmm, yeah. Hmm. So I guess that's about it for us yeah. tonight, guys. I mean, today, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this review. And Well, I did. And I hope you guys... <laughs> Listen to our next one when we get it ready for you guys. We might, we might look. I, I don't know, but what we're going to do next. But I'm going to see if I can get a copy of Beowulf to have a look at me. If Beowulf looks good, we had a chance. We get a chance to watch it. We might do that next. We'll Maybe see. we mm. got. I had to run it past the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's pointing at she's, me. No, nah, no, nah, she's, <laughs> she's not like Helen Mirren. She's a good boss. Well, I just like trying different things. Yeah, well, that's why. And that, this is why I was going to wanting to review this one because I wanted to do another Beauty and the Beast type type theme, type theme movie. Because we did that one, I Am Dragon. That's a bit like Beauty and the yeah, Beast. It too. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah. A bit of the story that was, was taken that was, um, inspired by that was the European. I think it was like Finlandy or yeah. Icelandy or German-ish, something or other, yeah. or yeah, whatever, Danish or whatever it was done. Yeah, that was European and that came out quite good. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I gave it full marks on that yeah, last that, time that we reviewed that, it. That, that was done. So that was done a bit better than this movie. Yeah, I thought the um, yeah. the CGI was good and the storyline was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, give this one a go. I mean, I'd say I would suggest rent it. If you're not sure about buying it, rent it. Uh, but or if you, gonna, you can look it up or on YouTube. You, or, yeah, but uh, well, there's a, that's why I got this one. Yeah, when yeah. I, I, I actually it, watched uh, it on YouTube. You watched it, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, I have a look on YouTube, like. But if you like it, rent a copy or buy a copy and add it to your collection because it is worth a second and third look, and mm. uh, you get a better copy then. Yeah. Yeah, just think about it, guys. Um, mm. it, it may be your cup of tea. It may not be, but it's it matters to you guys. Yeah, but it's, it's a good watch if you'd like drama type things. You know, it's, like I said, no jump scares, supernatural drama, okay, but a bit touching on fantasy. Yeah. And uh, it's, a good, it's a good watch. It tells a good story. All right. Mm. Thanks for listening to our latest podcast, everyone. So this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye, Bye guys. for now.